Lincoln does have some federal aid entitled to a $2.6 million available through the Coronavirus Aid, Relief and Economic Security Act, or CARES Act. Coding said LU applied Monday for the first. Article 9, Lincoln University runs through financial scenarios. Lincoln University is being squeezed financially by the COVID-19 pandemic on multiple fronts, and the school's board of curators was told Thursday that administrators are examining options for what the future may look like if cuts, layoffs or furloughs are enacted. As things stand, Sandy Coding, LU's vice president for administration and finance, told curators the university this week instituted freezes on hiring and spending in light of an approximately $1.4 million cut to the university's state funding for the remainder of the current fiscal year. That cut was part of a wider set of $180 million of spending restrictions in the state budget for colleges, universities and other programs in other state departments. Lincoln does have some federal aid entitled to a $2.6 million available through the Coronavirus Aid, Relief and Economic Security Act, or CARES Act. Coding said LU applied Monday for the first half of the summon is waiting for access to that $1.3 million, which will go directly to helping support students. She said the school's financial aid office is working on the processes and procedures on how to distribute the money to students, once available. It could be for all students or those with the most financial need. Coding said there's not yet any information on how the school can access the remaining $1.3 million or on how it's supposed to be spent. The state also received more than $54 million through the CARES Act this week, which can be used for education institutions including colleges and universities. How that's spent is up to the discretion of Gov. Mike Parson, and Coding said Lincoln will have to wait and see what Parson does and whether it will affect the university. While the university awaits what emergency aid it can get, LU's President Gerald Jones Wolfolk said, We are putting together scenarios of what the campus may look like financially if cuts, layoffs or furloughs happen, whatever we decide to do. Another option coding said is being looked into is deferment of Social Security tax payments, which is 6.2% of university employees' wages. Those payments add up to approximately $106,000 a month, she said. Much of what the university's immediate financial future looks like will depend on the budget for next year that state legislators aim to pass in the coming weeks, with lawmakers having a constitutional deadline to do so by May 8, and on how enrollment is affected the summer and fall. State appropriations and tuition and fees together make up 98% of Lincoln's revenue, Coding said. Wolfolk said, we know enrollment is going to take a drastic downturn all across the campus, adding that as the expectation of higher education across the country. She added enrollment for summer and fall is slightly down from what it was this time last year, though she did not immediately provide any numbers. The university recently waived its ACT and SAT score requirements for admission of new students this summer and fall, as many already admitted students would have no way to take either standardized test to get a score, with testing sites closed and no administrations of the tests in April or June, Wolfolk said. LU is enrolling students for its summer session, which we know will also be held online as current classes are or through other remote means, Wolfolk said. She reported, for the university's deans, most students are participating in online classes, and she credited faculty's efforts to check on students and help keep them engaged. More specifically, 98% of the academic majors in the College of Agriculture, Environmental and AMP. AMP. Human Sciences are participating, as well as 87% of majors in the School of Business. Wolfolk said the exact status of the 13% of students not participating in their business classes is not known. The university has tried reaching out, and some students are not responding. Wolfolk said 46 students remain living on campus, mostly international students and others who don't have any place to go to. The university has gotten laptops for those students to use, so the campus library is closed, she said.
the laptops are to be returned, whenever we get through this, Wolfolk said. Lincoln's curators met remotely Thursday. Beyond the update on the university's response to the pandemic, the curators approved 6-1 to award audit services for the current fiscal year through 2024 to the KDCPAs and AMP. AMP. Advisors, of Springfield, which has been doing the university's audits. Article 10. Local teen injured in Wednesday accident. At Jefferson City. Article 11. Madison Street reopens to traffic. Article 12. Brather resigns from City Council. Rick pra Article 13. PSC approves extension of Ameren program. The Article 14. Russellville Agriculture Teacher sets up online. The articles in this section. In NPR opinion, there is one article in this section. Article 1. Our daughter tested positive for coronavirus. How? End of articles in this section. In Pittsburgh Post-Gazette Sports, there are 21 articles in this section. Article 1. No headline. Article 2. Steelers add depth in defensive backfield, along offensive line. The Steelers signed four more free agents to their 90-man off-season roster Thursday. Defensive backs Brian Borders and Arian Springs and offensive lineman Anthony Coyle and John Kinoy were added a week before the draft. Article 3. Golf. Article 4. Jason Mackey's Pirates Chat Highlights. Highlights from Jason Mackey's Article 5. Lost Talent Torments Pirates Fans. Players Who Left Phyllis School. Article 6. McCarthy Thrilled with Cowboys Job. Article 7. Morning Briefing. Article 8. No Headline. Article 9. No Headline. Article 10. No Headline. Article 11. No Headline. Article 12. No Headline. I miss the energy of getting up in the morning where... Article 13. Now is not the time for sports to return. To say I'm invested in sports would be a radical understatement. They're my livelihood. I'm worried about what could happen if stadiums stay dark. But that doesn't mean I support risking lives to bring them back. It certainly doesn't mean I'd vouch for bubble baseball. Or, for that matter, bubble basketball, bubble football or bubble hockey, although it's a great bar game. It feels wrong, almost depraved to be prioritizing sports when more than 12,000 Americans died of COVID-19 in the second week of April. More than 29,000 have died in a span of eight weeks. We have no national testing, no vaccine, no treatment. We don't know where the next hot spot might arise, or if opening a certain sector that has been practicing good pandemic habits will cause a flare-up. We are out of the first wave and don't yet know if a second wave will occur. We don't yet know if a person can be reinfected. So how can we possibly justify convenient, rapid, repeated testing of athletes and team employees in a bubble city? Or in light of the story of the Virginia nursing home where 46 residents died amid a lack of adequate testing? As reported in the New York Times, Virginia had only about 300 test kits available in mid-March. And to get one, residents of long-term care facilities first needed to test negative for the flu and other respiratory viruses. The state of Virginia had 300 test kits available a month ago, but we're going to... Article 14, Penguin Flashback, Number 18L. Article 15, Recruit Breaks New Ground, Freshman Basketball Star Land. Article 16, Rivals Needs Go Beyond Round 1, Raven. Article 17, Rust's Great Season Goes Well Beyond Statistics. Article 18, Small School Prospects, NFL Draft, Just Hoping to Be Seen, COVID-19 Pandemic Put Local Players in Predicament. Duquesne Cornerback Reed Harrison Dilkros had to... Article 19, Steelers add depth in defensive backfield, along Article 20, TOP 10 list. Here are baseball. Article 21, WNBA draft. End of Subscribe today, $5 for 5 months Facebook. Article 2, St. Louis Rep Article 3, uncertainty, 
pay raise delay on tapas. Article 4. Farmers market to open Saturday with one vendor and social. Article 5. Retailers, restaurants, hotels get 18%. Article 6. Printer R. Donnelly latest to slash jobs amid corona. Article 7. St. Louis area coronavirus deaths climb past. Article 8. Messenger, those on front lines of opioid. Article 9. Pritzker, Illinois schools won't reopen this academic year. Subscribe. Article 10, St. Charles Community College professor dons costumes to cheer up her students in online classes. Subscribe. Article 11, even in a pandemic, college rejection hurts. A Mizzou student's story offers comfort. Subscribe today, $5 for... Article 12, made in St. Louis, Kirkwood woman's specialty as succulents in antique containers. Subscribe today, $5 for 5 months one of four... Article 13, Mayor of Joliet, Illinois, seeks probe... Article 14, St. Charles Library picks Mark Bickman Cook. Article 15, Taylor Swift cancels all her shows, appearances. Article 16, layoffs in University City as tax revenues dive during shutdown. Sub Article 17, MOBOT postpones Oregon meets the garden ex Article 18, easy solution for wet conditions, plant a rain garden. Subscribe. Article 19, Page Taps retired sentient executive to lead county's pandemic relief effort. Article 20, Harvard professor links St. Louis to history of American racism. Subscribe today, $5 for five months The Broken Heart of America, St. Louis and the Violent History of the United States by Walter Johnson. Published by Basic Books, 544 pages, $35. Facebook, Twitter, WhatsApp, SMS. Article 21, Live, STL Area Coronavirus Updates, April 17th. Article 22, Pie Guy Pizza in the Grove returns with DIY. Article 23, Sultan, paying for daycare you can't use. Subscribe. Article 24, hard seltzers are bubbling up at St. Louis craft breweries. Sub Article 25, music matters in Paul and Giles Simon the Fiddler. Article 26, SSM, SLU accelerate two-week program to put former nurses back into hospitals. Of articles in this section in USA Today Money, there are seven articles in this section. Article 1, car leases are left in limbo. By Josh Peter, USA Today. The saga of car leases expiring during the coronavirus pandemic has ensnared the likes of Jenna Figueroa. Forced to work from her home in Southern California and driving less, she said she planned to share her husband's car and return her lease Kia Sportage SUV. The week before the lease was set to end on April 11th, Figueroa said, she called the dealership from which she leased the car to schedule a time to drop it off. They told me they didn't have any spaces available because their lot is full, said Figueroa, 34 who works for a hotel management company in Orange County. They told me the only way I could do a lease return was if I leased a new car. They literally told me that was the only option I had. So, Figueroa called Kia Motors Finance and the representative told her the dealership must take the car back and agreed to call the dealership on her behalf. When, the representative, came back on the phone with me, she said the dealership manager hung up on her so she didn't know what to do, said Figueroa who provided copies of her email correspondence with the dealership and said she called two other Kia dealerships that refused to accept her lease return. Robert Starr, an attorney in Los Angeles who represents consumers against the car industry, said the onus is on the finance company and he would argue that refusing to accept the lease return is not legal. When the lease is up, if the consumer says, I want to return my car, and they say, we won't take it back, they're absolutely breaching the contract, Starr said. It's a flimsy excuse for lenders to say that the dealerships can't take it back, he said.
Kia did not reply to requests for comments sent by email to James Bell, Director of Corporate Communications and Social Media at Kia Motors America. Figueroa is one of 10 people interviewed by USA Today who said auto dealers and finance companies have made it difficult, if not impossible, to return leased cars during the coronavirus crisis. Several of those interviewed said dealers and finance companies, usually the manufacturers' in-house lending arms, pressured them to accept lease extensions or to lease new cars. With an average of 340,000 car leases set to expire each month as the economy struggles during the coronavirus crisis, industry experts told USA Today that automakers and their in-house finance companies have shifted the burden onto consumers by pushing for lease extensions or new leases. Grudgingly, Figueroa said, she has kept her car insurance for the lease Kia SUV she doesn't want but fears she is liable for. She said Kia of Irvine has tentatively agreed to take her car back May 1st and she has received no written confirmation that a $14.95 daily late return fee will be waived. Jared Allen, a spokesman for the National Automobile Dealers Association, NADA, said turning in lease vehicles has indeed been a difficult process for many consumers in those states that have placed severe restrictions, and in some cases, outright prohibitions, on dealership sales operations. Many leasing companies have tried to work with consumers on lease extensions or other options in light of the pandemic, added Allen, vice president of communications for NADA, but of course an extension is not always the best option for every consumer. BMW, Volkswagen and Lexus, the other automakers and their finance companies, cited in this story, did not immediately respond to requests for comment from USA Today. You should be less selfish. Pablo de Miranda, a software engineer San Jose, California, said the lease on his BMW expires later this month and he was told a free one-month lease extension was his only option when he spoke by phone last month to a BMW dealership employee. Miranda said he asked if BMW would reimburse him for car registration and insurance, typical costs associated with the lease extension. The dealership employee said BMW has nothing to do with the registration and insurance, recalled Miranda, 38. I told her in this case I didn't want an extension. She replied to me, do you know we are in a pandemic? You should be less selfish and think about what's going on in the country. Miranda also provided copies of phone messages showing a BMW dealership employee asking if Miranda would like to come to the dealership and pick out a new vehicle but later said the dealership could not take back his 2017 BMW X3S drive. About one-third of vehicles sold in the United States are leased and there are about 13 million active leases, according to Jessica Caldwell of Edmunds.com, an online resource for automotive information. She said about 4.1 million leases are expected to expire this year, or an average of about 340,000 per month. There's a reason they'll take your phone call if you want to extend your lease, said David Benson, founder of Precision Automotive Group in the Chicago area. It's because it's in their best interest for you to hold onto that car and continue to pay for it. As of the first week of April, new vehicle sales were down 67% from a year ago and used vehicle sales were down 64% from a year ago, according to Cox Automotive, the parent company of Kelly Blue Book. Plummeting sales have coincided with a drop in the value of off-lease cars, vehicles that have reached the end of their lease contract, according to Article 1. Car leases are left in limbo. By Josh Peter. Article 2. Child support delays will affect stimulus checks. By Article 3. Empty shelves a sign of gaps in supply chain. By Nathan. Article 4. Mavel Start offers streaming tools. By Jefferson Graham, USA Today. The Mavel Tiny Webcam-like camera, invented as a pure live streaming solution for those who didn't want to use their bulky cameras or battery-challenged phones, has been reinvented as live streaming has suddenly come of age. Have you missed those live concerts from Coldplay's Chris Martin, Neil Young, Yo-Yo Ma or Garth Brooks on Instagram? 
Facebook or YouTube? Article 5, Phones Don't Have to Break the Bank. By Talking Tech, Jefferson Graham, USA Today. Remember the days of the $1,000 smartphone and all the backlash to those sky-high prices? What a difference two years makes. After Apple announced the return of its budget-priced iPhone SE, $399, and Samsung upgraded the A-Series, including its lowest-priced entry-level phone, the $109.99 Australian one We've pulled together a list of six phones from major manufacturers available for less than $400, starting from the bottom and going to the top, a little more than $100. Samsung's Galaxy A01 is a bare-bones phone with full internet connectivity, a single camera, 5.7-inch screen and a super low price of $109. Con, you get only 16 gigabytes storage, which will handle just a handful of apps and high-resolution photos and videos. Less than $200, the Samsung Galaxy Step-Up model, the A11, out in the summer, has 32 gigabytes of storage, which is still low but better than 16 gigabytes, a 6.4-inch screen and two cameras. Less than $300, Google has a sale on the Pixel 3a phone through Saturday at $299. Article 6, Spam Calls Are Down Due to COVID-19, Study Says, by Sarah Brookbank, Cincinnati Inquirer, USA Today Network. Has your phone been ringing less while you're stuck at home? A new study found that the coronavirus pandemic has led to a drop in spam calls. A new study from allareacodes.com found that spam phone calls have declined 58% nationally. The company said it analyzed 1 million consumer complaints to the Federal Trade Commission since the World Health Organization declared a global pandemic on March 8. Since that time, Ohio saw a 51% decrease. Kentucky saw a 54% decrease and Indiana saw a 58% decrease, allareacodes.com said. Nationally, the number of complaints has steadily decreased every week. March 8 saw a 15% decline, March 22nd a 23% decline, and the most recent figures for the week of April 5th jumped to a 58% decline, the group said. The FTC said spam calls have been down but scammers are still out in force and taking advantage of the pandemic. While reports of robocalls are weighed down overall, we are now hearing about callers invoking the COVID-19 pandemic to pretend to be from the government, or making illegal medical or health care pitches, among other topics, the FTC said Wednesday. Article 7, Virus Crisis Royals Property Tax Relief, by Amy Pickey. End of articles in this section. In USA Today News, there are 20 articles in this section. Article 1, Bailed Out Airlines Seat Cuts to Service, by Chris Woodyard, USA Today. For Article 2, Chinese city discriminating against blacks. Article 3, essential workers on the bus, by Trevor. Article 4, hit by coronavirus, college town faces. Article 5, jobless record spirals to 20. Article 6, NASA says air pollution down by 30. Article 7, newly found planet may be Earth's relative. Article 8, NJ nursing home faces inquiry. Article 9, preparing for travel rules in post-coronavirus. Article 10, Protests Erupt Over Isolation Orders, by Bart Jensen, U.S. Article 11, Science Still Uncertain A Virus Effect on Cats. Article 12, Seismic Events and Loss Have Shaped U.S. History. Article 13, Small Business Stimulus Program Runs Out of Money. Article 14, Social Distancing Might Last to 2022, Scientists Say, by Mark Johnson, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, USA Today Network. Wisconsin, as the president and governors on both coasts argue over who has authority to end COVID-19 stay-at-home orders, scientists warn Tuesday that prolonged or intermittent social distancing may be necessary into 2022. Until researchers find an effective vaccine, 
social distancing may be necessary to avoid overwhelming the nation's hospitals, researchers wrote in the journal Science. Even in the event of apparent elimination, the authors said, virus surveillance should be maintained since a resurgence in contagion could be possible as late as 2024. The scientists, all from Harvard's T.H. Chan School of Public Health, used computer modeling to provide a glimpse into different scenarios for our post-pandemic future. The authors wrote that all of their models assumed the new coronavirus could cause outbreaks at any time of year. This contradicts suggestions that it would wane or even vanish in warmer weather. The researchers acknowledged that their very task of modeling is fraught with unknowns. One crucial unknown, the percent... Article 15, Target Worker is Dad's Hero on Front Lines, by Derek Catron. Article 16, Trump releases guidelines to reopen America. Article 17, Trump says he may use power to adjourn Congress. Article 18, Warren, I would be Biden's running mate if he asked. By William Cummings, USA. Article 19, When Tornado Strikes, Virus and Afterthought. By Daniel. Article 20, You Ask, and We Have Answers. By Nicole Carroll, Editor-in-Chief, USA Today. When will I get my stimulus check? Do I need... In the articles in this section, please select from the following available issues. 4. My newspaper dated Friday, April 17, 2020.